Hey everybody, welcome to the Amazon Book Club. This week we're reading Mr. Pizza by J.F. Pandolfi. Frankly, I think that's enough said. If Mr. Pizza doesn't convince you to listen to this episode, then this is the wrong podcast for you. joining us here at the Amazon Book Club. My name's Austin Hanna. I'm Ganesh Sarma. I'm Shane Berkla. And this week, we're reading a book called Mr. Pizza by one J.F. Pandolfi. Sorry, was that Mystic Pizza? Mr. Pizza. Oh. Not the popular Julia Roberts movie, but in fact, a book called Mr. Pizza. If you haven't listened to the Amazon Book Club before, what we do every week is we read a free ebook from Amazon Prime, which you pay for. And we read the first page of that book, the 25% mark, the 50% mark, the 75% mark, and the last page. And then you be the judge. If you like it, go read it yourself. Wow, we've trained you to really say that right off the bat. I didn't feel like debating today. So on that note, Ganesh, how about you pop on in to the synopsis of Mr. Pizza? Most people make at least one really harebrained decision in their life. Tony Pizza oh, is no exception. Tony Pizza. That's really his name. His Tony. name His name is spelled like the Leaning Tower, but the book is actually Mr. Pizza. Don't With ruin. the two Zs? Yeah. Double Zs? Fun word? I'm, you should keep saying it as pizza, please. It's 1973, and Tony decides he needs a carefree year after college. Beautiful. I love a period piece. With pay. So, to the shock of his tight-knit family and closest friends, he postpones law school and smooth-talks his way into a job teaching sixth grade at a Catholic school in Staten Island. Aww. In the summer? Mm. A paid vacation if there ever was one. Yeah, right. Say hi to the Moby Dick of miscalculations. His pathetic effort is making him look bad, especially compared to the other sixth grade instructor, oh, Sister Teresa, an energetic young nun with a disposition that could have turned Attila the Hun into a daisy-picking philanthropist. Excuse me? She's got the goods. It's also crimping his efforts to enchant Colleen O'Brien, a stunning, straight-talking teacher who sees right through him. All right, keep it professional, Tony. And even worse, he's starting to feel guilty about shortchanging his students, especially after learning about the issues some of them are dealing with. Oh. So he shifts gears, engaging the kids with his irreverent humor and theatrical flair. I love this guy. But sometimes you pay a price for pushing the envelope. His offbeat styling antagonizes the powers that be, the alpha male president of the school board, and the pastor who's more interested in single malt scotch than saving this souls. This guy's making enemies. A showdown seems inevitable. Whether he can survive it, well, that's something else. Wow, he's really up against the the old bureaucracy, huh? That's right, the man. The drunks. Man, I, I am hooked. I want to know what You're happens. Hooked? I wanna... Is that just because you like pizza? Uh, yeah. But I also like reading and having a good time with my friends. On that note, I'd like to jump ahead to the first page of Mr. Pizza. Uh, yeah, here we go. First page of Mr. Pizza. It sounds like it has the making to be um, 
spicy meatball. No, I was oh. going to say like a really lovely tale of a oh. teacher trying to connect with the students. You weren't going to say something bigoted against Italians. Nope. My, my mistake. Bigoted Big. against teacher movies. They're all the same. Are they? Yeah, I got to connect. That's what teachers are for. Maybe he was a jerk. Not Mr. Pizza, though. Who wears a wool pea cap in 84 degree heat in a room with no air conditioning? That's me, Mr. Pizza. First off, don't wear a hat made out of pea. <laughs> that was your first mistake, Mr. Pizza. <laughs> but really, though, what teacher wears a hat? Hey, this is the 1973. Hats are still fine. One of those weird, like mustard, like velvet hats. Those like uh, pimp hats. A walk, no, a walking out and about hat. Oh, what's a pea hat? I don't know what that is. I, I choose to ignore your crass joke, and I'm curious. I think it's that. Is it like a pea coat? Yeah, probably the same material. Oh, that's uncomfortable in any weather. Yeah, pea's no good. Jeez. Or perhaps the cap was a defiant slap at conformity. Yeah. Then again, maybe he was just a jerk. As Tony Pisa no. at his book-laden no. dorm desk. Say it fun. We're Say not it gonna, fun. I'm gonna, we're not going to read this book unless you call him Pizza. Say it fun. Like the food. It's Mr. Pizza. As Tony Pizza no. sat at the, his book-laden dorm desk, a sheet of paper stared at him from a Warren Smith Corona typewriter. I'm not fucking kidding, Ganesh. Other than April 22nd, 1973, in the upper right-hand corner, the page was blank and had been for an hour. He looked relaxed in a t-shirt and cutoffs, but there were things on his mind. Remember in school when you had to write your, the date at the top of your page? Yeah. Why? That's just how letterheads work. But that's not how I... When's the last time you wrote the date on the top of anything you wrote? Uh, Unlike legal documents. Do you write legal documents? I did. When? That was my old job. Ugh. I don't know anything about you. The open window on his left revealed a vast manicured lawn, one of the features that made the campus an oasis in the cluttered brick and concrete landscape of the Bronx. Love the Bronx. I don't write the date anywhere. I don't even know what the date is half the time. What's today? I don't know. It's August, I think, right? Well, it feels like it. Am I right? (sighs) Come on, folks. Removing the cap to scratch his head freed the wavy brown hair. A muted yawn surfaced as he stretched his slender body and watched lest burdened students toss frisbees, read under trees, or lie sprawled on a blanket. He would miss Fordham. Reaching across his desk, he grabbed the open Jack Daniels bottle and took a swig. Inappropriate. It loosened the grip on of nostalgia, aided by the arrival of his roommate who swan-dived his 6'3 frame onto Pisa's bed. Pizza! Pizza! Stop saying it. He had missed Jack Morrow, too. Feels like July out there, Morrow said as he sat up. Why are all these books on your desk? You're a senior. I could have you incarcerated. What? Seriously? I have a paper due. When? Tomorrow afternoon. Now stop with the 20 questions. That Tony Pizza? It's my uh, really poor attempt at a New York accent, which I cannot do, despite living here. Ganesh does that all the time in the street, and people are like, sir, are you okay? (laughs) Are you having a stroke? I refuse. How far along are you? I have the topic, kind of. This is fun. What's the kind of topic? Slight eye roll. Anything concerning Leibniz's theory of the monads. Hmm. Can't help you there. Now, if we're talking gonads. Hey. Oh. Hey, come on. Hey, Tony. Oh, push. Oh. At Fordham? We don't play like that around here. Pisa smiled as he handed him the Jack Daniels. We're better than that. Getting a jump on your med school humor. 
Not really. My legendary wit just sees the moment. So do you have an idea what you're doing? Of course not. It's the key to my success as a philosophy major. Both these guys sound the same. <laughs> no, there's a, a very slight difference. Yeah, he shrugs every time he does Tony's voice. Oh, uh, yeah. That's why we need the video. He does like the, oh, eh. So we need an HD video always on Ganesh. The Jesuits love abstract thinking, so I concoct theories that are so ridiculously abstract that they think I'm brilliant. All right, that's Tony. That's the New York accent. Yeah. As opposed to full of shit. This is just the general idiot accent. There you go. He dropped it down to idiot. Yeah. Exactly. There you go. Thank you. Morrow shrugged, took a slug from the bottle, then placed it back on the desk. Okay, if you think so, but I think four years of this stuff is... Guys, guys, are you here? A shrill voice called out. Pizza groaned and Morrow lay down, emitting an oh god. The doorway was instantly filled with the presence of Manfred Linkmeister. Get out of town. Not him. A bonafide prodigy. He was a senior at age 18, academically brilliant, but well behind the curve socially. That's a normal age to be a senior, right? 18? In college? Oh, no. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I forgot. This is Fordham University, bro. He's a Ligmeister. I thought this was Fordham High School. He was of average height, but at first blush appeared squat. The result of being overweight and having legs so short, they had to be an afterthought. Man, so his torso must be huge. (laughs) He's all torso. Average height, fat, short legs. Can you imagine? Yeah. Yeah. Just looks Bobby Hill. No, I don't peg Bobby Hill. He's a child. Oh, Bobby Hill. He'll grow into his frame. Into Hank's size. Those legs, those, those legs get Hank length. Can I come in? Linkmeister waddled into the room and plopped onto Morrow's bed and opened an open jar of petroleum jelly in his left hand. Oh, what are you doing there, guy? (laughs) Guys, I need help. Put that that away. (laughs) What does plop mean? Uh, It means that's how fat people sit. Oh. (laughs) I plop. I hear Lord's is nice this time of year. Plopping is when you sit on a couch and you break it 50% of the time. (laughs) Pizza offered. Whenever I sit on a couch, 30, 30 to 50% of the time, I hear a loud crack. And I think, huh, hoping that wasn't structurally important. It's just your own bones. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> it's, hit, it's, it's either or. Linkmeister stuck out his tongue and was rewarded by a thumbs up from Morrow. Good comeback, Ben, eh? Linkmeister ignored him. I'm serious. I was having an argument with Phillips over in 2C. I maintain that when you stick your finger in this stuff, holding up the jar, it feels just like a girl's, um... You know what? Is he really saying that? Phillips says I'm crazy, but honestly, I don't think he's had much experience, so he probably wouldn't know if he fell into it, if you get my drift. That sounds like something Ganesh would say. Well, this guy's a little, uh, uh, squat pervert, huh? Yeah, a little freak. I'm sorry, did you say this is something that I would say? Yeah. Fair enough. Wow, self-burn. Now he's proud of it. Oh, okay. Morrow, who'd been making a visible effort to keep a straight face, couldn't stifle the laughter and covered his head with his roommate's pillow. Pizza stepped in and linked before Mr. Linkmeister could react. It's pizza. Not yet. Okay, Manny. He hasn't earned it. Let's make sure we understand the premise here. Let's define our terms, okay? Okay. <laughs> Moro reemerges pizza pizza. God damn it. Oh, you got me doing oh. it. It's because that's what it is. As pizza continued. It's Mr. Pizza. Now, what exactly is the uh, girls you know what you believe the contents of that jar feels like? Um, her boobs. <laughs> Linkmeister blushed. Come on. Come on. You know what I'm talking about. Mm. Her armpits. Pizza expelled an exaggerated sigh. 
Manny, Manny, we're seniors in college. We're men. So let's talk like men, okay? In order to make the comparison, you obviously did something with a girl. What exactly did you do, Manny? Stuck my fingers in her petroleum jelly. Link, Linkmeister was now perspiring. Having been on the receiving end of Pisa's barbs before, you'd have thought he would now simply walk away. But he continued to sit there, now methodically inserting his right finger, Ew. right index finger in the jar, then removing it as if subconsciously keeping time to a metronome. Oh, a show off, huh? Come on, come on! <laughs> he all but pleaded. That's not he, even how you do it. You know what I mean. Pisa leaned back in his chair. Manny, I gotta tell you, I'm a little disappointed. Slow and steady. Clearly, you've engaged in an act of passion, and now, for whatever reason, you're afraid to admit it. Well, tell you what, I'll do it for you. I'll never cheat on my petroleum jelly. Here goes. You're with the girl. First, a little kissy face. Then, gradually, your hands wandered into a glorious hill country. The heat intensified, little forward, building and building and building, and then, suddenly, as the two of you were catapulted into lustful abandon, you thrust your finger into no, what? No, this is gross. Her Mr. nose? Mr. Pizza, please. Her ear? Her... Snap it! Linkmeister shouted, face flushed. You're a goddamn perverted shit, Tony. This is a guy holding a petroleum jelly saying it feels yeah. like a woman's vagina. What goes around, comes around, Linkmeister. Pizza looked askance at him. Huh, never heard that word before. I'm perverted? Excuse me, Manfred, but you're the one sitting on my roommate's bed defiling a jar of ointment. And by the way, for whatever it's worth, that's the wrong finger. You suck! Linkmeister spat out, there's yanking the finger from the jar, then pointing it at Pisa. There's no wrong finger. I, I, there's a wrong finger. Okay, don't use your thumb, I guess. <laughs> or pinky. <laughs> I suppose. Some people use all of them at once. I, I. Listen, I've seen it. All right, I'm sorry to say it. It's out there. I come in here in good faith, and all I get from my troubles is your bullshit. Pisa was about to respond, but Morrow intervened. Look, Manny, why don't you just go? Tony's trying to finish a paper, so this isn't the best time to discuss the sexual attributes of skin moisturizer. Linkmeister puffed out a breath of frustration, got up, and walked out. His index finger once again immersed in the jar. That's, like, not the wrong finger. What fingers do you guys use? <laughs> Uh, that little guy's trouble. Yeah, he's he, gross. He's gross. Which one? Linkmeister, Linkmeister or Pizza? The guy with the obviously fingers in the no pizza gasoline. was pizza was talking common sense there. I, I I was right on the same page with pizza. Yeah. Well, pizza said there's a wrong finger. He said there's no wrong finger. Well, which one is maybe it? Maybe he had his pinky dipped in there. I don't know what the hell he was doing in that moment. Sounds like he had all his fingers in there at some point. This guy's a freak. Linkmeister? Linkmeister. Yeah. This guy's sitting in his room putting his fingers in jelly and then thinks like I should go show my friends this. Yeah, they're gonna get a they're gonna learn a lot from it's this. It's one thing to ha have these foul thoughts on your own alone, but then to say, let me present this to a group of men. He I would never show you that. He should have been ridiculed and he was. I would never come to you with my sexual perversions. Well, we don't want to hear it. Yeah. Works you know, for both of and us. That is a symbiotic relationship that we all share. Nobody wants to hear it. Rule, good rule of thumb. The second rule of thumb I've mentioned tonight. Let's jump ahead now to what is this? The twenty-five percent mark? Is that right? Yeah, that's a hot first pick. I feel sick. Let's read the twenty-five percent mark now of Mister Pizza. Hey, hey, don't. Oh, push. Oh. Donate. Where is he at? What's he doing? Who? 
Tony. He's with Mr. Pizza. He is Mr. Pizza. He's Tony Pizza. Tony Pizza. As of the pizza. Friday, pizza. after Pizza's meeting with Mother John, he'd managed to walk the line between entertainment and blasphemy without any new complaints. I've never been more annoyed with Ganesh than I am in this episode because he refuses to say pizza. I'm doing right by the author and the book. Well, well, I well. Am, if there's one thing I'd say about this podcast is that we do write by the author in the book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that yeah. is our mission statement. Wow. I want to do right by the author What's and the book. What's this guy doing that you're just showing so much respect? For? He wrote a book called Mr. Pizza. Right, show reverence yeah, for, cool. for Tone. Big that Tone. Cool. Don't eat pizza. I wish I could Don't eat pizza. But he was no closer to finding the young Judas in his class. He'd arrived earlier than usual. Oh dear, somebody's betrayed Mr. Pizza. To draw a map of the area surrounding the Tigris and Euphrates rivers in Iraq. The next lesson in the geography book. Fertile Crescent. Gotta love it. He thought it might be interesting to tie this in with a recent religion lesson he'd taught, since this was the region where the Garden of Eden has supposedly existed. Getting into hot territory Fertile here. Crescent. Start Fertile off with sex. <laughs> Fertile Crescent? Got some ziggurats floating around up in that bitch? Perhaps. First page is uh, all sex. Second page is all religion. This is a hot button book. Say he's looking for Judas. Does that mean he paints himself as a Christ? Yeah, he's <laughs> he's got a real uh, messiah complex. The obligation to parrot religious dogma three times a week irked him. Occasionally, when his frustration level was topping out, he'd subtly stray from the rigid content of the textbook. It made for some interesting dialogue with the children and hadn't sparked any negative repercussions. Mother John seemed to have no idea she'd unleashed an avowed skeptic on these unsuspecting youngsters. This is a Catholic school, right? Yeah, they hired a, a college grad Ugh. to come in. These damn college kids, all bunch of communists and atheists. He figured she'd simply assumed he was a practicing Catholic, as she apparently had with Bauer. Bauer? Who's this guy? I want to know more about Jack. <gasps> I don't think so. As the children sauntered into the classroom, their overall mood seemed upbeat. He had the sense his relationship with them had improved during the week, probably because of the consistency of his new attitude. Mr. Pizza told us Jesus sucks. <laughs> Is that right, Sister John? Sister John, is Jesus uh, a dummy like uh, Mr. Pizza says? said Jesus was a corporate tool. <laughs> After the uh, obligatory early morning housekeeping, he sat on the front of his desk. Who? 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 Who remembers our discussion in religion about Adam and Eve? This is Mr. Pizza talking? Correct. Ah. Virtually every student's hand went up. Good. Now, does anyone know where the Garden of Eden was located? Two uh -oh. hands up this time. Okay, Miss Robinson. Before the girl could answer, the door at the back of the classroom opened. Mother John quietly entered the room and leaned against the middle of the back wall. Pisa and the children immediately rose. The kids intoned the sing-song greeting they had learned in kindergarten. Good morning, Mother John. God bless you. <laughs> uh, what? Uh, creepy. Yeah. Did you guys go to Catholic school? No. Oh, fuck no. Uh, yeah, Ganesha is a big time Catholic. No, I'm not Catholic. Okay. Are you? Nope. So none of us did. Nope. Okay. I went to my cousin's communion once. How was it? Uh, you know. At crackers? Triscuits? Yeah, well, what do they have? What are they serving? Well, I think it's Jesus' body. No, that's Jesus. But like, what? who makes the crackers? Jesus. You're not getting it? He's got his own cracker shop? It's No, no they're not the crackers. They're, they're Jesus. Wrap your head around this, bud. It's Jesus. It's not crackers. I don't see it. <laughs> uh, you're like Martin Luther. Stapling your uh, objections to the door. Yeah, you're the door. I've heard that once or twice. <laughs>
thank you, children. God bless you, too. You can be seated. Pisa was a portrait of dismay. Uh, Mother John, did you uh, want to see me? No, not at all, Mr. Pisa. You can continue with your lesson. Because if you need something... No, I'm fine. I just try to do a spot evaluation of every teacher once or twice a year. I find it's more effective if it's unannounced, so please, carry on. A million thoughts ran through his head, none of them remotely positive. The cascading doomsday scenarios ultimately boiled down to, I am screwed. What, he doesn't have one lesson plan that jives with the Bible? <laughs> Come on, buddy. Fake it. Fake it a little. Mr. Pisa? The non-prompted. Uh, the burning bush? I don't know. Uh, there's the tablets. Yeah, the guy went to the mountain and he got the tablets and they were, uh, heavy. They were pretty heavy. Yes, mother. Sorry about that. Remember that scene? Wait, sorry. Uh, I've seen that movie a couple times. Which one? The one with the tablets. <laughs> the Ten Commandments. With Pierce Brosnan? No, Wait. Charlton Heston. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan? <laughs> Be way better. Uh, Can you imagine a Pierce Brosnan remake of uh, the Ten Commandments? God. Yeah, I can. Well, Val Kilmer basically did. What was that? And that animated one. What? What? This is a Val Kilmer cartoon about the Ten Commandments? Yes, it's about Moses. What's it called? I don't know. Prince of Egypt. No, what? Mariah Carey. No, that's wrong. Whitney Houston, <laughs> maybe? Who I'm, does the music? I, I, as far as I know, this movie didn't exist 30 seconds ago. What the fuck? You're telling me okay, there's Okay, I know Prince of Egypt. It's yes. not I didn't know that Val Kilmer That was a Moses. Val Kilmer joint? Yeah. Damn. You didn't, fresh you didn't off, catch that one? Fresh off Batman Forever. Fresh off? Like two years removed? No, Damn. four years removed? That's wild. I don't know. But um, anyway, uh, you know that scene where he goes up and gets the rocks? Yeah. And then he comes back down and everyone's partying? Uh, no, I th- are you thinking of Return of the Jedi? No, everyone's partying <laughs> those are e- so hard. Those are Ewoks. And they're going... <laughs> and they're going, jub, jub. <laughs> jub, jub. Jub, jub. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and then he spoils the party. Yeah. He's like, shut up, everyone. Yeah, I do remember And then that. they've got that big burning bull, and it looks really cool, and he's like, you don't know, burn the bull. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the fire that they put uh, Darth Vader in. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. they have, oh, yeah, and yeah. then Yoda, and then uh, Darth Vader comes back as a ghost, like, but then yeah. later he's like Hayden Christensen. It's like, why'd you do that? Yeah. It looks worse. And now. then at the end, I was like, anyway, here's some rules. Yeah. Yeah. I do remember that one. Yeah. Yeah, the party looked good. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know. It was fine. It looked fun. It did. I'd go to that party. It looked like Burning Man. Hell yeah. Not that I want to go there. Just saying, there's a comparison to be made. He sat down again. So, anyway, the question was uh, whether anyone knows where the Garden of Eden was located. And, um, Miss Robinson, you were uh, about to give us an answer? To say the principal's presence had changed the atmosphere would have ranked in the top tier of historical understatements. Oh, Without exception, the children were sitting ramrod straight, Yikes. hands clasped on their desktops, unblinking eyes staring directly ahead. And if Madame Tussauds were searching for a classroom exhibit for one of its wax museums, Jesus, what, you it. got something to say? Tor- That's just funny. I like where this is going. This is a tortured explanation. I mean, we all yeah, get it. They're if, very still. Yeah, weird, like, assimile here. If they needed a painter to come in and paint an oil painting, they would sit still for hours. Like, all right. The quest still. could have ended right there. Miss Robinson, your answer? Pizza gently pressed. Pizza. Uh, I'm not really so sure anymore. I think, Mr. Pizza. Thank you. Her lips were moving, but every other aspect of her expression screamed deer in the headlights. Pizza empathized, surmising you'd probably look just like that moments before. The teacher smiled. 
Well, you must have been thinking of something. It doesn't matter if it's right or wrong because it's not something we studied. I'm happy you're willing to give it a shot. The girl seemed relaxed, just enough to comply. Well, I was going to say heaven. Nah, bitch. It's on earth. Ooh, baby, do you know what that's worth? Kenny's got a text and it's rude to look at it. (laughs) Rude. Wow. We were like really um, harmonizing. Yeah, that was good. I think we should try out for American Idol together as a duo. Oh, man. We could do it. We should do some open mics first, though. That's an excellent answer, Miss Robinson, especially since we know it was God who talked to Adam and Eve in the garden. And when we think of God, we think of... Pizza! (laughs) Yay! Heaven! (laughs) They responded in unison. Exactly, but don't forget, God can go anywhere he wants, right? It's like he's got his own personal rocket ship that it can take up anywhere in the universe in a split second. Even the girls' locker room. God, get out of there. No reaction from Mother John, so he figured it hadn't crossed the line. He continued, Yo, as it turns out, the Garden of Eden was actually here on Earth. Oh, that makes perfect sense, declared William Riley. They were the first man and woman, so they would have to be on Earth. I hadn't really thought of that. Well, okay. Yeah, that's uh, absolutely correct, Mr. Riley. I feel like the Bible is implied to take place on Earth from the beginning. Uh, you should probably say it. You should, yeah. Point. It probably says in the beginning, it's like, like, "Yo, it's Earth, bitch." Welcome to Earth. I think it says, <laughs> "Welcome to Earth, bitch." I think it says in the beginning there was Earth. Uh, Earth. Yeah, and you're on it. Guess what? No, the Bible's really meta in the framing. It's like, is it? This book was written on Earth, where we all are, and it starts all here, yeah. y'all. Yep. <laughs> That's buckle for, that's buckle for, up. That's, what version of the Bible is that? That's the Old Testament. That's my remembering of it. King Joe Dirt version. Wow. <laughs> King Joe Dirt version? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. That's absolutely correct, Mr. Riley. But as much as I appreciate your enthusiasm, please raise your hand next time, okay? He really didn't care, but he had to show the principal he was in control. So... Any other clues as to uh, where the Garden of Eden might have been? Vinny Pinto raised his hand. Yes, uh, Mr. Pinto. Hey, Stone, it's me, Vinny Pinto. I think it, hey, Benny. I think it would have to be somewhere that had snakes because of the serpent and all. Ooh. Good, yeah, that, uh, yeah, sure, that helps us narrow it down. <laughs> yeah, let's apply some reason to this story. What else? Uh, yes, Miss Parada. I think it was probably someplace warm because before Adam and Eve ate the apple, didn't they walk around without any, the possible impact of what she was about to say must have hit her because <gasps> she turned crimson. Nobody's ever been naked in God's world. Nudes. <laughs> Most of the class tittered. Excuse me. Everyone knows they're naked. And Pisa even caught Mother John attempting to suppress a smile. He was tempted to toss in a clever quip, but one look at the child steered him in a different direction. Bravo, Miss Parada, he said, lightly clapping his hands. Excellent deduction. As it turns out, the Garden of Eden wasn't a warm climate. The child's face radiated thanks. He acknowledged Robert Jacoby's hand. Mm. Does that map on the board have anything to do with it? It does indeed, Mr. Jacoby. Good pickup. He rose from his desk and retrieved a pointer from the ledge at the bottom of the blackboard. I-R-A-Q, he enunciated, pointing to the letters on the board. Anyone know what that spells? When was this book written? <laughs> well, this was it takes place in the seventies. So oh yeah, this is Iraq with all the all the baggage. Mm. This is back when Saddam was a young, buff, hip dictator. Was he around then? Yeah, I thought he came in in like the eighties. No, no, 
73? I think it's like fresh. No way. He was the leader of Iraq for like 40 or 50 years. Really? Yeah. I'm pretty sure he took over in the 50s or 60s. When when he was like 10? No. What? He was like 80 when he died and he died like in 2008. He was 80? He was really old. He was in his 70s. He looked for 80. He was in his 70s. He looked sprightly for 80, I'd say. Yeah, he looked good. He's a handsome man, Saddam Hussein. I wouldn't cook him out of bed for eating crackers. Is that the, is that all we're reading here? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, sure. Sounds pretty, uh, you know, innocent, goofy little uh, slice of life from a substitute teacher. Hey, a real slice. Not a substitute. He's a full teacher, right? Not a sub. He's a real teacher. He's like a summer teacher. It sounds like. What are your? Do you guys remember any of your substitute teachers? Of course. Did any of them stick out to you? Yeah. yeah. One of them called me a black devil. Uh, so well, yeah, that uh, one stuck out. She that's it, not so good. Calls it like she sees. Also it. incorrect. <laughs> um. Well, she just meant black like your soul, your heart. Oh, yeah. That's pretty true. Uh, yeah, I had some memorable substitute teachers. I had a guy that looked like Mr. Clean. Oh. Uh, bald. F- fully bald. Fully bald. Did he have a golden earring? Muscular little guy. Always wore like a white. You envision Mr. Clean t-shirt. as a little guy? Well, this guy was little. I think Mr. Clean's a big guy. Well, he was a muscular He's a little guy. big, strong guy. Yeah, he's and got a 20-foot-long hoss. You get know? This. <laughs> yes. He walked with a limp. You know why? Why? Because he was a survivor of polio. What? How old was this man? <laughs> like 50 or 60. When was it? What year was this? this is insane. He survived polio? I guess. Good for him. Vaccinate your kids. Everyone. Good for him. Yeah, well, good for having that disease. No, good for beating it. Jeez, uh, how rude. If somebody <laughs> says I'm a cancer survivor, do you say, huh, yeah, geez. Good for you for getting well, cancer, you fucking dumbass. It's just crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. It's a rare thing. Anyway, I don't think of Mr. Clean as a small man with a limp. I think of him as a big, brawny, handsome man, and I think he would make a beautiful couple with Saddam Hussein. Let's jump ahead now to the uh, 50%. Could you imagine? Mm, I tried. Close a great name. <laughs> Lord, you really should do that. I'll give you a hundred dollars. All right, let's jump ahead now to the what is this 50%? Let's just read the 50% mark. Okay, let's read it. Half a pizza down. Half a pizza to go. Always better on the second half. Mm. Considering how flat <coughs> no, no way. No. <laughs> Stop. Considering how flat his students had been after the four-day Thanksgiving recess. Pisa surmised they might be borderline catatonic returning after Christmas. That's how you like them. To a surprise, they were remarkably upbeat. Yeah, they just got presents. No, this is pre, <laughs> pre-Christmas. Thanksgiving. You get Thanksgiving presents? No, he you said hit. after Christmas because they were catatonic after Thanksgiving that after Christmas, he thought they were going to be like totally wiped out. Oh. I just listen and oh. I know what's going on. <laughs> Once they finished settling in, Suki Ganesh read it and he didn't even agree with you. <laughs> Raised her hands. Ganesh read it and yelled at you immediately that you were wrong. <laughs> so, Mr. Pisa, did you miss us? Hmm. That depends what you mean by miss. Mm. Do you mean I was locked in my room every day weeping while I clutched a class photo to my heart? Then yes. Then my answer would be no. <laughs> Laughter. If 
However, you mean I'm happy to see you guys. That would also be a no. Oh, Mr. Pizza, you're a curmudgeon. His grin elicited another laugh. A half hour before lunch, he decided to let them take turns reading some stories he'd cut out of newspapers and magazines wow. during the break. Some extra, class. extra. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, the 70s? All right, what is this about, like, uh, Vietnam? Great. Read no. this, kid. I was going to do, like, the Iran hostages, and then I realized that came later. That's the 80s. Oh, I thought Shane was just bragging about what a history buff he is. <laughs> <laughs> but he'd occasionally, he'd occasionally incorporate it into the history lesson. Several hands went up when he requested volunteers, but what struck him was that Robert Jacobes wasn't one of them. Mm. He couldn't recall that happening before, and the kid had seemed distracted all morning. Something's wrong with this Jacoby boy. Want to give it a shot, Jacoby? No response. Mr. Jacoby? The girl behind him tapped his shoulder. Hmm, what? Sorry, what? I, uh, I asked if you'd like to read a news story. Yeah, Earth to Jacoby. Come on, Jacoby. Up and at him. Okay, if you want me to. Pisa handed him a magazine article on the launch of Skylab 4 in November. There we go. Oh, man. What if he handed him an article and it was like, all Jacoby family uh, <laughs> murdered. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the obituary page. All he's, six Jacobys like, perished in a fire. The only survivor. Youngest yeah. Jacoby lives. <laughs> and he's Liv- like, I know this story. Lives to tell, <laughs> young boy lives to tell the tale of almost saving his family. Nothing like a little young boy locks family in burning house, <laughs> lives to tell the tale. Forced to of eat what went wrong. Forced to eat family dog. Young boy survives trauma while waiting for help. Area boy. Area boy killed a man. Nothing like a little space travel to get the juices. Covered it up. His family found out. Killed Jacoby's readings were usually an exercise in dramatic overreach. Today's performance was listless. When the lunch bell rang, Pisa dismissed the children. Enjoyed lunch. Hey, Mr. Jacoby, uh, hand back for a minute. You're not in trouble. I just want to speak with you about something. As the last child exited, Pizza sat at the front edge of his desk, pointing to the student desk in front of him. I love it. When you sit on the front of the desk, that means it's time to rap with the kids. Yeah. yeah. It's like a let's... Uh, or sit in a backwards chair. Yeah, let's cut loose. That's when you loosen the tie and say, hey, I'm one of you. Hey, tell me what's going on. I play basketball, too. I know what the kids are listening to these days. Yeah, I have an 8-track. Jamie Hendrix? Jamie Hendrix. <laughs> Who at this point is dead. (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. Jamie. The bottles. I know what they got going on. (laughs) Also still not do not exist in this period of time. 1973. No, they've broken up by then. Grab a seat, Jacoby. (laughs) He complied his face expressionless. So what's going on? You seem like uh, you're a little far out in space. Hey, far out, brother. I'm okay. I'm just a little tired. You sure? Yeah, really, Mr. Pizza, I mean it. (laughs) This kid can't look at me. I've got to tell you, that's not the impression I'm getting. If there's... No, my mom's in the hospital, that's all. Oh, no. Oh, jeez. Sorry to hear that. (laughs) Yeah, sounds real uh, sincere, Mr. Pizza. She okay? Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, Oh, shucks. Don't say No, get out of here. I'll give her my best. I'll give my best. I'll give my love to her. No, what the heck happened? (laughs) The boy noticeably tensed. Uh, she fell. <gasps> she broke her arm. I bet she did. And hit her head. <laughs> and twins. <laughs> and twins. Not again. His eyes welled. 
They uh, said they had to put her in a coma. Oh, no. Because her brain was swelling up or something. Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> is that Mr. Pizza? Yeah. <laughs> what a dark scene this has become. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Jacoby. <laughs> you don't say. You don't say, Jacoby. Uh, well, hey, when, when did it happen? How? Last Wednesday, she fell down the basement steps. Oh, God. Jeez. Why are we laughing? Tears were now streaming because all I can think of is, and twins. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. That's bad on you. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Pisa wasn't sure how to comfort him. Yeah, I'm so, so sorry, Robert. Is there anything? An angry shake of the head cut him off. What a jerk I was to think my wish would actually come true. Aww. What wish? My wish in my stupid Christmas essay I wish for my the mom new would year. Fall down the stairs. You know when I said I wish my dad would treat my mom better. Oh no. Oh fuck. This is bad, and I don't like to hear it. I think Mister Pizza can help him. He's gonna kick his dad's ass. His agonized look, pleading for understanding, a chill shot through Pizza as the blood drained from his face. Oh my god! How could I not have finished reading? God damn it! Okay, Tony, slow down. Deal with your damn shortcomings later. If this kid's saying what I think he's saying, what do I do? Probably the boy was sobbing, his call, head bowed. Call the cops. Although it's the 70s, so they probably all beat their wives too. Robert, look at me, Robert. The child lifted his gaze. He looked lost. Robert, are you telling me your father pushed your mother down those steps? Is that what happened? Pisa took a handkerchief from his pocket and handed it to him. After wiping his eyes and blowing his nose, he attempted to hand it back. Here's my used handkerchief. The teacher forced a grin. Oh, I think at this point that sucker's officially yours. The boy managed a weak smile, which quickly faded. I didn't actually see it happen. I know she was in the basement doing laundry. He was at the top of the steps yelling at her as usual. He treats her like garbage, but I mean, he's still my dad, you know? Yeah, this is heavy for our podcast. Keep going. Shane's... <laughs> Shane's stunned into silence, but also he's a little interested. This is pure drama. Mm. It's okay. I get it. Your dad's your dad. My heart's racing. Tell me more about what happened. I was in my room. I tried to stay out of the way when they're like that. The tears came back. Maybe if I had gone out there, told him to just stop it. What? Stop picking on her. What's a Southern accent about? He's crying. <laughs> That's crying. He turns into a debutante when he cries. Maybe. Hey, listen to me. Daddy, please. Uh, This isn't on you. There's no way this is your fault. You're just a kid and they're your parents. It's not your responsibility. You understand me, Robert? I love Tony Pizza. It's important you understand that. Tony Pizza might be our best character we've ever read. I think that he's got the... The character voice is really good. Yeah. You're doing a great job, Kanish. Really? Yeah. I feel like I'm doing Tony Pizza a disservice. No. No, you've made Tony Pizza who he is. Go on. I was giving little Robert a hard time, but he's he's had a hard he's enough time a hard as it time. is. Yeah, can't blame him. The child nodded, composing himself. I guess she came upstairs because I heard her say, Bob, please stop. You're hurting me. No. Then I heard her scream. I could hear her falling. He grimaced as if reliving the scene despite his best effort not to. If Pisa had the man in front of him, he'd have ripped him apart. Size be damned. Goddamn right. He sequestered his anger and spoke calmly. Has your dad ever hit your mom? Did you ever see that happen? Go on. What are you stopping? stopping there? No, keep going. I want to know what happens. I want to see like a little bit of help come into this kid's life. I want pizza to give this guy a fucking ass whooping. 
I'm not sure. Not that I remember. Okay. All right. Uh, anyway, what'd you do after you heard her fall? I was running out. My dad was at the bottom of the basement stairs. He had this crazy look. He said something like, your mother fell, Robert. It was an accident. A terrible accident. Call 911. <laughs> Jesus. So I did. And the cops and the ambulance were there in a couple minutes. And when the police came, did they talk to you? The boy cast his eyes down. Yeah, but I, I didn't tell them the whole thing. I said I heard a noise, and when I went to check, I saw my dad bending over her at the bottom of the steps. I told them he said she fell. He looked up at his teacher. I should have said more, but he's my dad, Mr. Pizza. <laughs> really undercuts the seriousness of the scene. I didn't want to get him yeah, in trouble. Yeah, now he says the name like Pizza. Mr. Pizza. <laughs> he lowered his head again. But my poor mom. Pisa's heart was breaking. Vicky was, uh, if, if ever a kid was torn, day after day, emulating the arrogance of a father he obviously loved and despised. Out of what? Misplaced loyalty? The need for parental approval every child is cursed with? And now this? Guilt. Yeah, that in protecting his father, he'd somehow betrayed his mother. Jesus. Caused her to suffer by not confronting the bully he'd been taught to respect without question? I'll say it again, Robert. I'll say, I'll say. There's nothing. Nothing you could have done to prevent this. <sighs> Boy. Whoa. I'd give Ganesha daytime Emmy for that performance. Make it nighttime. It's it's like 10 o'clock. No. Right no, that's a daytimer. That tugged the heartstrings. That was deep. That was a little heavy. Mr. Pizza. You're a good man, Mr. I, Pizza. I get the feeling he didn't really want this job. He just needed a job. He fell in love with the work. But you know what? He can't help but. The work gets you. These kids will get you. These kids will get you. Well, Mr. Pizza is a real, uh, he's a hero. I hope the next scene is him in jail for killing that father. <laughs> Mr. Pizza goes to jail. Coming up next at the 75% mark. family let's jump ahead now to the 75 percent mark so here's what i'm thinking of mr pizza pizza offered sixth grade day at a park maybe some sunday sister Teresa squinted and thought are you talking about something school sponsored because we're only allowed one outing a year and we've already had our museum trip so shaking his head he said nope voluntary <laughs> hey old timer <laughs> we pick a park Fuck the museum. Uh, if the kids want to show up, they show up. We're Let their the, parents drop them off. We're going to the Pink Floyd laser show. <laughs> Would Mother John let you do something like that? Um, I imagine. You haven't seen God till you've done acid and listened to Floyd. All right, Mr. Pizza. But what about additional chaperones? Hey, we could ask Jim and Colleen if they'll help. Maybe some of the parents could chip pitch in. Could be fun. It does sound like fun. Mm. Which Sunday were you thinking? Uh, Today's the 16th. This Sunday's probably too soon to get together, so maybe we'll do, let's see, I don't know, the 28th? <laughs> With an enthusiastic nod, she said, sounds like a plan. So Sunday, April 28th. Done. I'll talk to Jim now. You want to run it by Colleen? Sure. 
Just try to be careful. Looks like her dodgeball game is pretty intense. Try not to get clocked in the head. She smiled and got up from the schoolyard picnic table. Okay, touch base with you later. Oh, oh that's his crush. Oh, crush. oh, I thought it was the sister. It crush. is a sister. Oh, it's another one. That's Who's his mom? crush. Uh, that's, you're thinking of mother. See works. Yeah, this is not, sister. Not well. Is that what they call her mother? No, no, she her, was sister too. Sister no, John. she was mother John. That's weird. I don't. Why do they call I her don't that? Know about that? I don't know how this like, church uh, works. M- mother John Misty. <laughs> My favorite. Yeah, uh, indie. That's pizza pulled up in front of the school. It's going to let you sit with that. Own it. Sister Teresa was waiting by the curb. He exited and opened the door for her. Where's your guitar? Didn't feel like lugging it around today. You okay? You look a little down. No, I'm fine. Didn't get a great night's sleep. Then up early for mass. So why didn't you sleep well? She sighed. I was up most of the night trying to figure out ways to stop people from asking other people why they didn't sleep well. Oh, he smiled. Clever. Nah. <laughs> Apparently you were unsuccessful. Bah. <laughs> Funny. Make me laugh. Bah. Bah. Was that? <laughs> so, so it would seem. She responded with a light laugh. <laughs> so um, any last minute hesitation on Mother John's part about today? Uh, not that I know of. She's at a retreat this weekend. Okay, then. Onward and upward to an afternoon of fun, frolic, and adventure. Parents away, kids gonna play. Hey, now. Party in the park. She pizza rolled party. Oh, man, every party he has is a pizza party. Oh. That's the biggest benefit of having your last name be pizza. And if he's ever hunched over, they'll be like, hey, it's the Leaning Tower of Pizza. Hey, get a Leaning Tower of Pizza over here. Hey, look at this. Donate. Hey, don't. Oh, Doing okay? Hey, don't. Worried about you. How's your mother? She rolled her eyes. Don't eat. Thank God this is only a five-minute ride. The outing was supposed to be from one to four. Pisa made the parking lot 15 minutes early. O'Brien was already there. O'Brien, we got an Irish guy here? Oh, brother. They're friends. Uh, I guess it's a modern world. Pizza, so, you're all, all, you're, pizza. 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 You're actually on time. Miracle of miracles. Hey, sister, how are you? Hey, sister. The Irishman, what? Just go on. <laughs> Good, Colleen. O'Brien looked at the sky. We really lucked out with the kind of with with the weather. Low seventies, according to the radio. Kind of breezy, but I guess a blue nineteen sixty eight Chevy Bel Air wagon interrupted her as it lumbered into the lot. A cacophony uh, of engine noise and displaced huh? travel. Five years old, vintage. A beaming bower waved as he got out. In 1973, people were like, oh, that's a 68. Or would you just think like, yeah, that kind of looks like the ones now. Well, it's the way you think of um, cars from the like 90s. That would be the way I think about cars from like 2012. Oh, yeah. Is that a 12 Corolla? (laughs) Beautiful. (laughs) Is that a Prius 12? (laughs) Uh, First class? uh, You got the cup holders in there? When did Priuses come out? Like 07? (laughs) <laughs> you're asking the wrong guy you could have told me a prius came out in anywhere from 1955 to 2015 well there you have it hey guys <laughs> i hope you don't mind but i picked up some hitchhikers on the way who's this guy it's bauer Jesus. jack not jack he went to the passenger side opened the door and extended a hand inside a diminutive young woman emerged plainly dressed but pretty with chin-length chestnut hair Oh. And large brown eyes. Got hair in her chestnuts, huh? 
She, in turn, oh, she, in turn, opened the rear door and removed a sleeping child from a car seat. Hey, whose kid is this? <laughs> we found this kid. Hey. Thought it'd be fun to bring mm. him here. Tony, is this yours? Everyone. One of yours? No? All right, we'll lose him. Everyone's my wife, Beth. Uh, and that slumbering bundle of curls is see? our daughter, Abby. Oh, all right. Beth and Abby. Well, this is a wonderful surprise. Welcome, the Bowers. Sister Teresa said as she softly stroked the child's hair. Yeah, back off, lady. I'm, I'm Sister Teresa. Ew. Does she have a stutter? Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm Sister Teresa. So nice to finally meet you, Beth. Thank you, sister. Likewise. She turned it toward O'Brien. And you must be Colleen? Guilty, I'm afraid. Oh. Pisa moved in to shake Beth's hand. This is a surprise, Jimbo. You never said you're married. Oh, hell yeah. There's a Jimbo around? I mean... After that insane night of bar hopping we had last November, you're in who good, knew? You're in good hands when there's Jimbo a Jimbo Bauer. Nearby. Jimbo Bauer. Is that right? I'm a... Big Jimbo? Yeah. I'm thinking so. Jimbo. They all laughed. Jay Bauer. Beth said, well, if I had any doubt you were Tony, it was just a spell. It's really nice to meet you. I could see a Tony from a mile away. Hey, same here. Hey, Jim, can you give me a hand getting those snacks out of my trunk? That sounds like a Tony. What kind of snacks are you working with? Orange peels? Orange, probably, probably fruit snacks. <laughs> orange peels. Orange peels. <laughs> That's your fr- the peel of an orange. Not even the orange. <laughs> no, you know, like at soccer games, you could be orange slices. The orange peels. Uh, Those are slices. They're not peels. I don't know. I thought you just meant it. Sounds like a chain soccer game. I was envisioning an orange peel. And now on Cowshit Road, they all only the ate orange eat, peels. Yeah, oranges are for the adults. These peels. Are, these, Those are for the kids. Yeah. Let the kids suck on the peels. Take a handful said. of potpourri, kid. Oh, the juice is for the adults. Peels for the kids. A little flavor. A tough little rhyme. Yeah. In all, that's 32 that's, children came. That's what they say about Shane. A little flavor and a little rind. Fairly evenly divided between the two classes. Seven parents also volunteered to stay. Three from Pizza's group. Darlene Robinson, Florence Schaefer, and Matt Majinski's mother, Anna. Anna Majinski, I presume. Hello, ladies. Mrs. Schaefer, Miss Robinson. Great to see you again, but I haven't had the pleasure. Oh, right. Hi. Anna Majinski, mm. Matthew's mom. I heard. <laughs> like I said before, pleasure to meet you. Love, Got a good kid. Love Matthew. Matt, he's a, he's an angel. She appeared to be around 5'5", five five, and by Pisa's estimation, couldn't have been more than 100 pounds. I can tell you're a Majinski. How could someone that skinny give birth to? I mean, talk about stretch marks. <laughs> Jeez, so is Matt. Uh, fat. <laughs> Matt was well, four, 40 pounds, six ounces when he was born. Thanks so much to all of you for doing this. Uh, what we probably figured is uh, we'd do is have some of the adults spread out among the kids. Should be pretty easy to keep an eye on them. Honestly, just stand in a fucking circle. Yeah, who cares? If you lose one, whatever. It's the, the 70s. Kids, the kids obey the circle. Kids were like disposable in the 70s. Let your kid wander away. You never saw him again. Hey, yeah, the kids hey. had like a 10 mile radius. He probably, Forget about it. He probably hitchhiked. He'll be fine. It's good. Kids are smarter than. Yeah, they'll be fine. Tougher. Hard to kill. <laughs> Shane Shane would know. Is that where we're ending? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I have just put get into the, the Kindle down. All Is right. that a sign? Boy, 30 some episodes in and I just realized you have a signal for. Wow. You're done reading. Uh, okay. Hey, great. I again, seems kind of like run of the mill teacher stuff. Don't know if this plot's going anywhere. If this is just like sort of a, a peek into the life. Really hope I was really hoping that that asshole dad would show up. Yeah, what happened to him? And we have no you idea. Know, he might just. He might. Maybe he'll kill Mr. Pizza on the last page of Mr. Pizza. 
to your hats, folks. We are coming down the home stretch of Mr. Pizza. She looked down her nose at him. I'd be lying if I said you didn't cost me more headaches than I care to remember. Tony, Tony, Tony. Then, with a smile, but you certainly made the year interesting, no denying that. And in the end, you were a good teacher. That's what really counts. Do they know you're not coming back? Oh, no. The children? Mr. Pizza. Not that you'd have them again, but even so. moving on. Moving on up. Hey, I didn't say anything this morning. But I'll be seeing them right after I leave you. Some of the parents decided a class pizza party oh. might be a nice way to end the oh. year. Another regular pizza party? Come so on. I promised to meet them. That's terrific. So you know how many positions you're going to have to fill next year? As of now, only yours. We've got a pizza-shaped hole in the department. One of the new sisters from the... It's a normal hole because pizzas are circular. One of the sis- new sisters from the Novitate is ready, so she'll take Mr. Bauer's second grade. Oh, that's great. He shifted his seat. You know... Uh, I don't think I ever thanked you for the opportunity you gave me. It was an incredible experience, and I, I truly appreciate it. Aww. You're very welcome, she sighed and then stood. So, best of luck in law school. I'm sure you'll do well. Ooh. Hey, thanks. From an angel to a devil. I hope so. As he reached the door, she said, and stop by to say hello once in a while if you get the chance. Hey, yeah, you know what? I just might do that. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll never be back here again. Hey, I think how crazy it would make Monsignor if he uh, knew I was anywhere near this place. Her laughter accompanied him as he exited and closed the door. He was going to bid a quick goodbye to Miss Florino, but her door was now closed, and he opted to let the farewell slide. <laughs> he smiled at the young man as he passed him. See you around, kid. Um, excuse me, he heard. Turning, he saw the fellow was on his feet, hand extended. My name's Paul, he said as... Pisa returned the gesture. Do you work here? Uh, no, I used to. Okay. Would you happen to know if they have any teaching positions open? Pisa paused and said, I'm Tony. (laughs) All right. Nice to meet you, Tony. (laughs) And you're not going to take my job. I just left. Not you. Not ever. He sat down and asked, Hey, what you read? Paul sat down as well. The Martian Chronicles. Ray Bradbury. Whoa. Yeah, I heard of it. Never read it. Any good? Yeah, actually. Crooked smile. Ugh. Things don't work out down here. I was thinking of trying my luck up there. Figured this might help. Mars? <laughs> Dream big. It was the 70s. Shoot for the stars, baby. They just went on the moon. Yeah. Anything was possible. This guy's been on shrooms for five years. Pisa done the look of someone who about to deliver bad news. Hey, sorry to burst your bubble, but I hear something about a tourist trap. Really? <laughs> Damn, thanks for the heads up. Hey, don't mention it. Pisa said with a playful flick of the wrist. So, uh, you just graduate? Mm-hmm. Hofstra. Education major? Psych, but I got my teaching certification. Got it. Hey, so tell me if I'm wrong, but I'm guessing you can't find a job in a public school, so you're scouring the earth for anything available. Paul blushed. Kind of, yeah. Ooh, blushed. I figured showing up in person rather than just sending in a resume might give me a better shot. (laughs) What's wrong with you? (laughs) You need a beating. I thought about calling for an appointment, but I tried that with another school and they wouldn't give me one, so I just decided to roll the dice here. No, I just show up at schools. Let me in. Hire me. <laughs> yeah, seems like a logical approach to me. He looked toward Miss Fiorino's office. Uh, was she all warm and fuzzy? With a quick glance in that direction, Paul answered, Honestly, not really. Made you feel guilty about showing up out of the blue? Made me feel guilty about existing. That's Catholicism. <laughs> Pisa muffed a laugh. Muffled. Pisa muffled a laugh. Mm. Muffalato. Hey. Hey, with the caprizzi. In the brief <laughs> ensuing pause, his thoughts jumped back to his initial interview with Mother John. Hey, let me ask you something, Paul. 
<laughs> Boy, you really get into it. Yeah. This is something you're, to behold. You're right going to talk like this later when we leave. Yeah. You're going to really dive into the character. You might even go out by yourself. He's going to put on a, Tony Pizza. He's going to put on a leather jacket and go to the bar and say, hey, it's me, Tony Pizza. Uh, I'll be all denim, baby. Hey, these kids are breaking my heart every day. Hey, you know, you got to love them, though. But hey, you got to be strong hey, for them. You got to work for the kids. Let me ask you something, Paul. Well, you were going, uh, you know, for your teaching certificate. Anyone ever suggest that uh, you not smile when you start the school year? The young man looked perplexed. Huh? No. Why would... Who told you that? Uh, <laughs> oh, that's my secret. You're not supposed to know that, Mr. Pizza. That's uh, my This is something I heard once. Ah, it's nothing. Paul shrugged off the response with an, okay. Then a glint <laughs> in his eye. He added, I couldn't pull that off anyway. I'm too inherently charming. Flashing a grin, Pizza said, hey, listen, there's an opening in sixth grade, but uh, hey, you didn't hear it from me. Not a word, but that'll help me gauge my pitch. Strong desire to teach older kids. <laughs> Listen, just don't oversell, Pisa warned, nodding toward the principal's office. Uh, just be straight with her. She'll be straight with you. Got it. Set the dial between low and medium. Yeah, sounds about right. So, uh, yeah, hey, you know, good luck. Thanks. They both stood, then shook hands. As Pizza made his way down the abandoned hallway, oh. a contended smile dawned, his pace unhurried. He ran his right hand along the faded wall tiles, removing it only when he reached the gray double doors crowned by a glimmering exit sign. The motherfucking Whoa, end. Language. Whoa. Tony left that place better. Yeah. He was a teacher that Flicked made a cigarette a out in the distance. Got into a Chevy. Yeah. Hit the gas. Cigarette hits a bush. Burns down the school. Many nuns are dead. <laughs> What can be done? It's God's will. Uh, well, he's a real badass character. I liked him. Probably the most badass character we've ever had. Probably the most morally strong character we've ever had. Yeah. Everyone else on this in all these dumb books we read just wants to like... Uh, Everyone is like a manipulative creep. Or, or like a little creepy little Southern man who like <laughs> is trying to have sex with people. Yeah. No. This Tony Pizza cool is celibate. This was a nice wholesome book. Tony Pizza's a virgin. I think. Could be. He's so innocent. He's a he's a sweet, untouched baby. You know what I like him? He's a straight. He's a straight shooter. He's a straight shooter, and he's got a working class accent. Who are you casting? I got this one in the back. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. let's hear it. All right. I would like Michael Imperioli <laughs> to play Tony. I know it's a little on the nose. I think he's a little old, for but it. he's a leading man. You think Michael Imperioli is a leading man? I think he could carry this. Yeah, twenty years of uh, television history. Has he could said be otherwise. He could be a leading man. <laughs> is what I'm saying. No, I don't think so. He was never given a fair shake. Uh, well, I think he was because he's not succeeded at it. Fine, you know what? That's your that's your pick. It's not bad. It's not a bad. I one. mean, I'm talking like Sopranos era. Michael sure, Bernoulli, not yeah. like now. What about you, Shane? I've got two people, mm. and one will help the movie make money and one will help the movie lose money. Well, I think this sounds like an obvious choice, but let's hear. One's going to be Tony Danza. That's got to be the loser, right? And the other is Ryan Gosling. Okay. Don't see Gosling at all. I could see a young Tony Danza. Honestly, I was thinking... I'm thinking old Tony Danza. I was thinking a young young Scott Baio, like Charles and Charge Scott Baio. No, but, he's, but, he's he's but he sucks ass. <laughs> Scott Baio's canceled. He's, yeah. We're not allowed to talk about him anymore. I'm thinking maybe... I mean... Gosling, Ryan Gosling would be good. He's I don't in see, that I don't movie. See Italian. I don't see, I don't see Tony Pizza. Half Italian. baked. Yeah. Was that the movie? No, that, <laughs> no. It was called like what? Yeah, Ryan Gosling played a thick Italian accent in he's Half a, Baked. He's a Baltimore teacher in that movie with broken social scene did all the music brick 
Is that no. what it's called? No, no. that's not it. What's Joseph it called? Gordon Levitt. Hard uh, can't. No. Nope. That was with Ellen Shit. Page. Uh, what was it? Uh, Either way, no. No. He smoked no. crack in no. that movie. He didn't smoke. No. Well, Tony Full Pizza Nelson. doesn't Half smoke. That's what you're talking about. Half Nelson. Tony Pizza See? doesn't smoke Half crack. Big. I was close. You actually were, <laughs> yeah, pretty, you were close. pretty close. <laughs> yeah, I guess Michael Imperioli, I could get down with that. Who else is in this book? We Wait, have, who's that, by the way? Christopher from Sopranos. No, I don't see yeah, it. I didn't either. What? I hate that. I think it's Joe Pantoliano from Sopranos. Get the fuck out of here. But all this over some dead hua. You got a hua? God. You got a hua. Hey, she was a hua. Uh, no, Joe Pantoliano from The Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> little cipher. He's just like ignorant. God damn you, bliss. cipher. Is ta- this steak tastes good. I think that's a quote from him. No, uh, ignorance is bliss. Oh, yeah, it's been a while. So, uh, how about <laughs> Mother Jones? Is that her name? That's not her name. Uh, Mother that's Teresa. A website. Mother Teresa. Um, it was uh, Mother Mother John. Mother John. Mother John. I'm thinking. Uh, oh man, who's the uh, boy? We sound like real dipshits in this one. Trying to think of names. Who's uh-huh. the blonde older woman from American Horror Story? Jessica Lang. Jessica Lang. Yeah. I think I see her as that yeah, role. Yeah, she could be stern but cool. Yeah. Who's little uh, Jacob? Jacob, Jacob uh, what's his last name? Jingleheimer Schmidt. Jacoby. Yeah. The kid whose mom J- got smashed on down the now stairs. It's got to be the kid from Room. Oh the kid yeah. Was stealing everyone's hearts. That's the only kid we cast as a little boy in what's his books. Name? Chalamet. I, I think it's Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> yeah. No, Haley Joel Chalamet. Haley Joel Chalamet. He's a, good, he's a sweet little boy. Uh, yeah, I think that's good. And then we have uh, there's his love interest. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Cindy Crawford. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> but current age, Cindy Crawford. Uh, yeah. Oh, what about his little pervert roommate? At the oh, that little guy with his fingers in the jelly? I I'm telling for- you who I got. I almost I- forgot about that. The guy that played the Shermanator in American Pie. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say, uh, the, uh, Draco Malfoy. Whoa, that's, that's good. Interesting. I was <laughs> thinking, uh, Jonah Hill before super bad when he was in that accepted movie, that college oh, movie. Oh, back and, before he was A-list? Yeah. When he was just kind of like the fat guy with glasses? Yeah. All right. I could see That's that. my favorite Jonah Hill. Yeah. 40-year-old virgin Jonah Hill? Yeah. He wasn't in that movie. Yeah, he was. Yeah, no. he was. That was the first movie he was ever in. Nope. Knocked up. No, he was in 40-year-old virgin. No his, chance. His first movie is 40-year-old virgin. He comes oh, into he the, he comes he into the he eBay store. the eBay store. And he tries oh, to buy the shit. shoes. He's not like a main character. Yeah, well, this is all That's stuff we're going to put on our new Jonah Hill podcast for the original Kings of Content. What's that called? That one's going to be called... Uh, Jonah the Whale? Yes. Jonah the Whale? Remembering when he was big? Yeah. It's, no, it's, that's it's, so oh, mean. That's Sorry. Shane, 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 please. He's lovely. You sullied the podcast. On that note, we're going to give Shane Money a stern ball. talking to, and we are going to sign off now. This was a great episode. Thank the Lord for Tony Pizza. Shout out to Morris Reese for our music. Shout out to Chris Linguist for our art. You can find us at bookclubpodcast.com, AMZM Book Club on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. You can email us at amzmbookclub at gmail.com if you ever heard of it. We're on the mail. We're on. We get mail, baby. You want to send us some mail? Yeah. We'll see it. The G stands for good. Yeah. Good mail, baby. Yeah, that's uh, good And mail. shout out to all the teachers out there. Yeah, we love you guys. Sticking up for students uh, and also putting them down when they deserve it. And I apologize to all our New Yorkers for my awful accent. No, I thought it was good. You did well. It was great. You really got into it. Let's give Ganesha a round of applause. Okay, thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye.